Welcome to So Many Bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and joining me from my palatial one-bedroom apartment in Chicago is Dan Schiffmacher. Hello. And Chris Bashan. Hello, hello. Did I pronounce that correctly? You did. Everyone always asks that question right after saying my name. <laughs> so, good job. Yes. You've got my name down by, at this point, pretty much. Sashifimikir? So yeah, yeah. It's very Italian. Then Sashifimikir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, keep, it, keep the bit going. Dan Shifty Maker. <laughs> so many bits. As a quick reminder, So Many Bits is brought to you in part by the Second Wind Collective. For more quality podcasts like this one, please visit secondwindcollective.com for details. Now, uh, this week we're just going to be discussing entirely E3 2017. Uh, so that has, as of this recording, ended a couple of days ago. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo, indeed. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. I always make it a point to like tune into E three and I tell my wife, I'm like, Tuesday morning, I'm I'm busy. Oh, I for sure. I for cannot sure. talk to anyone I've, Tuesday morning. I've been playing for job for different jobs and I'm just like, Okay, if I get this job before E three starts, man, I'm gonna have to watch and just turn off and watch the, the Nintendo conference later. Yeah. I you know Just, just tell them your start date is Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for sure, it's like a mini Christmas kind of thing. It's just information, you know. Yeah, yeah. For any uh, listeners not familiar, E3 is where pretty much all the main manufacturers and publishers go to show off like big reels of trailers for the upcoming games for 2017, 2018, and beyond. So it's not unlike, you know, seeing previews for like big Hollywood blockbusters online when those drop, but all just condensed into one week. Uh, in this case, uh, we're going to get together and we're going to talk about some of the trends that we saw throughout the entire conference, some games that we liked, and some stuff maybe that we didn't like. Uh, but let's just get right on to it. Uh, there were, like, I guess, you know, four major news events or trends that came out from E3. Uh, the first of which I would say is esports. There is now, bit more than ever, an emphasis on esports or competitive online multiplayer in so many different games that you would see. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I think, I mean, I and I noticed, like, Nintendo specifically made a point to, like, mm-hmm. they're setting up a whole separate channel, like Nintendo Versus or whatever, you know, on, on their Twitter account, and, like, they had three separate competition. At E3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arms, Pokken, and Splatoon. Splatoon, yeah. yeah. It's funny that Smash didn't... Uh... Didn't make an appearance. I would be surprised if, if whenever this inevitable Switch Smash Brothers edition yeah. comes out, that they do that next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was surprised to not see Smash as well. I thought that was just a slam dunk that it would be paired with like the Amiibos that are coming out this summer, like for Cloud and Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you think it was going to be there? Did you think Smash would show up at the E3? One hundred percent Stone Cold Lock in my, oh. in my mind. Yeah, I, I was the other way. I, I knew I I figured there would be no way we would see Smash. Oh, wow, at okay. At the C3, yeah. I, I think that someone, my friend Dave mentioned this to me, he's like, there's no need for them to do it. Mm-mm. Whenever they announce yeah. it, it's just going to be a big thing, you know, so like, there's, if they're trying to, you know, save it, they got a lot of information out of the way before E3 about other games, you know, the, some of the Pokemon That's true, yeah, that's games. a good point. So, yeah. you know, they focus on Odyssey, which was good, but we can, yeah. So eSports, though, specifically... There was a from Nintendo standpoint. There was I don't know what if there were other companies that did some kind of similar things or yeah, I would say so. I, I think Microsoft especially. Uh, there's a very you know hot game right now, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Hmm. Uh, that's going out. That's like a, a hundred person uh, melee that they like drop you all into one island and you have to survive by like finding stuff on the island. Hmm. You can play it either by yourself or with teams. Uh, but Microsoft getting that is like 
dropping first on the Xbox. I think that was like a, a good win for them. Huh. Is, it, is it going to PS4? Is it going to PlayStation? Uh, they didn't say that, but it's, okay. it's going to go to PS4. Okay. It's just that, yeah, Microsoft got it. We'll get it first, I think, is the thing. Okay. Huh. And then uh, kind of as a as a negative, I, there was a one trailer that came out, and I'll drop in an audio clip here, because normally I would say the context is lost without the video, but the audio really is, shows how cringy it was. Like One player remaining. They showed a trailer for this game, The Darwin Project, which looked like some survival game where you're like different characters with different powers. It was like a CG trailer, so it was a little hard to tell. Yeah. But then they had a shoutcaster come in, and, and you can, it's like so forced and awkward, and the, the way he's going is like trying to like put like, in drama and energy into a CG trailer of a game that doesn't exist, probably. Uh, Interesting. You don't have to try that hard. Guys, you don't have to try that hard. I even like. I even was thinking about watching one of the streams Nintendo had for the esports stuff, and it was just some people. It was three probably pers- Twitch personalities mm-hmm. or something, uh, and I couldn't. I was like, as soon as I, they're talking like sportscasters, but it's about. It you is. see what you gotta do, Bill. Is yeah. You gotta really. I saw. Turn- I, yeah, I saw a little bit of that for Pokin Pokin DX. I think that's and, maybe where it was like I, I can't I can't watch this. And I mean. I don't know if all esports is like that because it's not something I follow very closely. For sure, but me either. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see why they would do that, um, but games are just so over the top anyway. I don't know if you need over the. But just yeah, trying to create the sense of urgency and stakes over a game that no one's ever seen before, like it felt really, really forced. And, and there were other instances of that, yeah, where they're trying to like, as Dan was saying, mm-hmm. where they're trying to get like YouTube personalities in there to explain like these games and. It's, Who? Like, I, I mean, I guess these guys are good game players, but some of them didn't necessarily translate to being on camera. Like, oh, they yeah, talk no. very robotically and very, like, yeah, what you got? It just was, it was weird. It was weird. And, and I was like, oh, I don't want to, nope, I'm okay. Like, I know they didn't want to repeat last year's thing where Snoop Dogg and uh, Zach Efron and Jamie Foxx showed up. What? Planning on teamwork, making the dream work. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Zach Efron. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little cloudy in the building. It's the lights. Yeah. It's the lights. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Did you, did you guys see that? No. no. So during the Battlefield 1 uh, multiplayer, they were showing it off and they had those three guys Snoop Dogg, Zach Efron, and Jamie Foxx show up, and they were clearly all totally high. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I feel like you can, you really only have Nintendo maybe to blame for the current state of esports because they invented the Wizard, um, and that movie, like, oh, and the yeah, Nintendo World Championships sure. were like such a big thing. Yeah, growing true, up, that yeah. it was like it was of, crazy. It was esports before esports. They did a World Championship two years ago, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tried to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah with Mario again. Maker, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was super cool because Mario Maker, I think, was kind of revealed in more detail. But even then. That's a perfect, he's like kind of challenge game because like these people, we don't know, we know how to play Mario, but we don't know what this level is going to be, and it's that's such a cool idea. To yeah. Um, One of my friends went to the 1994 Nintendo World, like the Nationals oh, whoa. championship, and uh, as a player, as a player, he wow. was one of like the four finalists, and it's very much like the Wizard, where you have like a surprise game 
and the surprise game that year was Donkey Kong Country. Um, uh. And he just got totally trashed and did not win. But it's, if, yeah, it's a very interesting story. So, <laughs> yeah, esports. Uh, next up is a, is a big thing that came up was uh, grim violence. Uh, with the exception of Nintendo, uh, just like pretty much every other company was showing off these very mature, in quotes, mature, serious uh <laughs> gritty, violent action games like uh, Bethesda had Evil Within and Wolfenstein. Mm. Yeah. And Ubisoft had Far Cry 5. I feel this is where the industry has been for like the better part of 10 years. Mm-hmm. You since, know? since, well, because like I, I, I would say somewhat of a Call of Duty effect kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how, but like before that there was Medal of Honor but also since, you know, that time graphics and things have, have improved um so yeah it's because yeah i agree it, it would it, it would be not, i think i think what stands out for me is when one of those companies shows something that's not that like the dragon ball z game yeah you know um and i mean i this is where nintendo really excels like they've never really pushed into that tone or atmosphere aside from maybe like metroid right um so yeah, They're I, such a breath of fresh air to watch their conference versus Microsoft or Sony, because um, it's just it's so much grim violence sometimes. Even the Spider-Man know? trailer for like yeah. for like Sony was like a lot of. I mean, I guess there was a lot of blood, but there was a lot. I mean, it's just a lot of violence and a lot of. It just seems like an attempt to make the industry and the media seem more mature. Or more, uh, like, now we're getting serious. Now we're, we're not just for kids anymore. This is, like, things adults do. Because adults like cool stuff, like killing people. Mm-hmm. And I don't huh. know if there has to be every game like that. And that, there definitely aren't. But it's noticeable that those are the games that get pushed to the front. And, like, it, Sony has God of War and Last of Us or, and uh, I bet, you know, uh, Uncharted. I, I think yeah. you'll see this change a little bit. I mean, like... So the gaming industry officially makes more than the film industry. But if you look at films, um, like right now, Marvel, they're, they're what's killing gangbusters, Star Wars. And these are things that are not like overly grim. So I, I wonder if you will see like the influence of what's successful in films start bleeding back over into, into games or not. It's interesting, too, because you see some ma- more mainstream companies, you know, Sony or, or, or Microsoft, try to do that. And but then like some of the sometimes the best games of the year are just some indie games that aren't mm-hmm. that aren't focused on that but like are focused on, focused on like gameplay or might have some dark tones but aren't like overly violent or trying to simulate it you know like like I mean stuff. Undertale was there right. it, yeah. as part of the presentation and it's like oh this is the game where you're not supposed to kill people that's the whole point of the game and that Huh. That that showed up and had like a nice little moment. And, yeah. and Cuphead was there, and Cuphead. that totally stands out as like something totally off the wall and different. Yeah, that's yep. it's hand drawn animation, right? I mean, if not, it looks. It I think there's to look like it. I think I think that there's a thing with the game and why it was delayed because it's hand drawn. From that, what I understand. Well, that that's a, a good point, then Dan. It's a good uh, transition into the next theme was. Games that aren't remotely close to playable. Cuphead. I feel this is what E three is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, how long was Final Fantasy VII remake? Is that was that even at E three this year? 
I don't think it was. Okay. I, I didn't see anything um, about it. You had God of War in your list. Is God of War still not even remotely playable? Oh, I don't think it is. Oh, yeah, man. I think that's still a long way away. God. Which is crazy because, like, there's a Last of Us sequel, though, isn't there? Didn't they do that? They, they showed that at the PlayStation Experience, but yeah, it made, they made no mention of it, from what huh. I know, at uh, E3. It's called something else, but it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, Nintendo doesn't like to tend to do that. But I'm glad that they did. <laughs> with, <laughs> with with Metroid Prime. I had mixed feelings about that, but you're right. Nintendo usually doesn't do that. I man, one of my in like, because I, I was like, because that that's the one thing that I wanted out of like uh, out of them this year, just to say that they're working on, just say that it exists and we're going to see some sort of new Metroid game. And uh, I, you know, you see the space and you're just like, okay, all right, okay, this has got, yep, there's a symbol. But like my favorite thing I, I've done in just Google. Like Metroid Prime Four reaction. Oh, I saw that. Oh I, my god! I did Google that. They're I, so yeah. they're so fun to watch because people flip. Like even at like the, the Nintendo World Store, there's just people like yep. people streaming the E3 conference. It's just it's. I was I was sitting in my apartment and that happened and I let out a like a oh my god yeah. they're doing it they're actually going to do it. Great. Yeah, I well I kind of suspect and I still think Earthbound is going to come out. Uh, or Mother 3 at some point this year because mm. it, it, somebody asked Reggie about that earlier this year and he's like just get back to me in a year and we'll see where we are with that so good we'll 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 you know, we'll but um, to bring it to, to bring what you were talking about Bill uh, I think US Gamer reported on this um, like all the games at the like 90% of the games at the Sony conference were you know released 2018 2018 2018 there wasn't anything in the 2017 window, or there hardly was, uh, and I think that's I think that's a problem for them. I mean, it's itchy, yeah, it's itchy because, and that's made by Sony or just games in general. Games in general, like yeah. the majority of the games in their sizzle reel released 2018. Like mm. you've still got a half a year going. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think about games that are coming out on the PS4. I mean, there, there'll be Destiny 2. Yeah, there'll be uh, Yakuza Kiwami, uh, which is a remake of the first Yakuza. Um, yeah, uh, that's all that comes to mind off the top of my head. This year? Are they coming out this year? They're both coming out this okay, year. You're going to get okay. your NHL game, Madden game, NBA game. Yeah, yeah. yeah FIFA? Yeah. Is FIFA coming FIFA, out? FIFA will be out. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's got to be an annual thing. EA support. Uh, Battle, Battlefront is this year? That's Battlefront 2, yeah. That's year, this year, so okay. I don't know. I mean, uh, but yeah, I guess like for Sony, all their best stuff was front-loaded this year, and now this, now they're just pushing it down the line. And they're like, that's what they did when they had the Final Fantasy VII year. They had Final Fantasy VII... The Last Guardian and Shenmue three yep. advertised, and Shenmue three just got pushed back to twenty eighteen. Kingdom mm. Hearts three. When's Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, that game's taken forever, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, the way like uh, Square Enix put out some chart to show like when their games were coming out, and those are coming out in the financial year twenty eighteen, which could mean twenty nineteen. Yep, sure could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, actually, I do want to ask you guys a quick quiz. Uh, oh. So. Metroid Prime 4, they showed the Metroid Prime 4, hey, this is going to be made. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, Pokemon, and the guy was in the oh. office, and he's like, uh, yes, we are working on a Pokemon game for Switch. If, yeah. if you are a fan of one or both of those franchises, which do you prefer, Still Image or Guy in Office? The, the, the Guy in Office was so funny to me, because I feel that like they just caught him working, and, and he's like, yes, I'm making that right now. And he just like <laughs> writes it on a notepad for himself. Um, <laughs> Underlines it a couple times. That's funny, because like, it, it, right, it came right before the Metroid announcement. And watching those reaction videos, 
there are people who be like, okay, Pokemon, are you talking about Pokemon? Pokemon? And then like you just go, oh, shut up, wait, wait, what did you say? Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And like, like they heard it and everybody went crazy because they heard that they're working on a new Pokemon game. And then everyone was just reeling about that, that they saw the other thing in their stars, like, what's going on? And I go, and then just double hit. So it's, again, watch those videos. It's are fun, you, are you asking which one is the bigger deal? Or which, like, which, or, if you had to choose for your favorite franchise, which you got, still image on a screen or a guy in office talking, which would you prefer? Still for image. Neither? I think still image on a screen for me. <laughs> neither. I, 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 well, I, well but, I mean, but what I mean by that is like, don't, don't show me a game unless you can show me a game. You know, I understand why they announced both of those, yeah. and I, I mean, I think that was the smart thing to do, but as as a consumer of content, mm-hmm. you know, don't, you know, show me something, don't... Yeah, I mean, you know. I guess for me it's different, because, I mean, the last Prime game was 10 years ago. Yeah. And the, la- the la- yeah, and, and at Metroid Other End, the last Metroid game was seven years ago. So, like, I think they had to say something about that. I yeah. mean, I agree yeah. that neither is the yeah. best... But like that for me, that just just everybody's like, hey, we didn't forget about it. Uh, but then also the Samus Returns thing too was, was can, interesting. Can I ask a follow up question? Yes. Uh, so to you two, when do you think we will see the Switch version of Pokemon and Metroid Prime Four? Like, when do you realistically think those will release? Uh, so for the Pokemon game, that'll be winter twenty nineteen. Oh, I don't know about it. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they've. They're not done making the one that's coming out for the 3DS this year. So, I mean, maybe they've got some people working on the Switch version right now, but probably 2019, I would say. Well, he said in the thing, like, over a year, right? The may t- he said, we're working on it now, but it may take over a year. So, yeah, I don't know. They're gonna, it's a holiday game. They released it holiday, so that's... Yeah. If it's not this, if it's not 18, then it will be 19. I don't know how long Metroid's been in development for. It's not retro working on it. Yeah. So... Here, I'm going to make a visual cue here. Here's how much development I think they've done in Metroid Prime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a zero for people it's listening. It's a zero. Zero. Uh, so so that, that could be, like, winter 2019, like, spring 2020. I bet I bet Prime 4 is at least in, like, some type of concept and pre-development, and they probably have, like, information from Retro for years after the conclusion of Prime yeah, 3. Yeah, the same but, producer is doing yeah, Prime game. which is great, which yeah, is great. For the new team, which is fine, because, I mean... Whatever team worked on, you know, Breath of the Wild was like a younger team, I think. Yeah, and Re- that yeah. turned out good. And Retro is not the same team that was the team that made Metroid Prime. Right, like, yeah, some people... of them have left and gone to Microsoft. Um, but this does yeah, beg, this talking. does beg the question: What is Retro working, working on? on yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's another Donkey Kong game? Oh. That, that's it. Donkey Kong Country Returns Three. Mm. Come to Switch. I mean, those games are fun. They are. Tropical I just, Freeze is good. It's great. I just want something... I'm ready for something different from Retro. I just remember that the people who left Retro went to work at Microsoft and made ReCore. <laughs> Didn't they work on the new Halo 4 and 5? Did they? I, I thought they worked... Yeah, I thought... Uh, you're right, they did work on ReCore. I, I thought they had worked on Halo Is 4 ReCore and 5. Good? Too. I don't it, it got slagged pretty bad because it was pretty buggy and incomplete when it got released. Yeah. So... What's, what are the rare developers doing these days? They see a thieves. That's what they're working on now. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And the last trend was the Xbox. Just the Xbox Scorpio and the big reveal of that. The Xbox One X. From from the namers of the new 2DS XL. (laughs) Oh, man, I forgot about that thing. Mm. So are the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One S comparable? The S or the X? The S. 
Okay. I don't think they are. I think okay. the it's like the tiers are PS4, Xbox One, and then PS4 Pro is above them, and then the Scorpio is above them. Okay. And the Xbox One S is just a slim version of just the Xbox a, One, okay. right? Pretty much. I, like, I guess there's a slight improvement. That, yeah. like, I, I read that on like, Digital Foundry, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's the same. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot of negative reaction to the Xbox One X. Um, and as somebody who doesn't really care about 4K gaming right, right now, I don't... Um... It's, it's, it's such a weird thing, because like, they're trying to... It's a $500 system, yeah. right? That's yeah. where we're starting at. So it's, they're trying to be a higher-end type of gaming... But I, I don't know if this is correct. But can you also? It says something about playing Xbox games on it, like original Xbox games. Yeah, Xbox, they announced yeah. backwards compatibility for original Xbox games. So if you have a 4K TV <laughs> on a $500 system that can play all these, you know, can run these things, are you going to want to run and play like a 60-inch 4K TV? Going to blow up an original Xbox game? That's not going to look good. You know, I don't know. Like that's that's true. I don't know. I, I think that's that. That's, that's pre-HDMI, so you'd like to think they would do some work on those games. Maybe yeah, maybe they some uprising or something. Maybe the system, but maybe that's something that they'll do. But like, I, I think that was a weird play because like that game, that system, this five hundred system, they're trying to hit hardcore gamers who just want the most powerful thing without having it being a PC. You know, they, they want to. It's it's almost going the PC route. Like yeah, I feel Microsoft, I, so it's kind yeah, of like what's like, the I feel the people who want that already have a PC that's that's right. rigged it's, to do that. It's it's an awkward spot for sure because yeah. in the seven hundred eight hundred dollar range, if you're into it, you could build a PC that's way more powerful than an Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's upgradable. Yep. Xbox One X. Yep. That's yeah. You know, you yeah. can maybe change out the hard drive, but like. Yep, and they're bringing out a lot of Xbox games for the PC now, like, right? Because the Windows compatibility—they're trying to crossplay them. Or something. Yeah, um, I mean that's what I looked at when I was watching the trailer. I was like, "Well, these games—some of them look cool, but I can just buy them for my computer." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes for them. You know, like, <laughs> is that coming this year? It's this it's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah, November. It'll be out. This year, it's every, everybody in general. I think the industry, uh, TV or otherwise, are trying to make 4K the new thing, but it's it's getting it's tougher because like unless so, what size is your TV here? Is like a 50, uh, 40, 40? Yeah, they sell 40 inch 4K TVs. You're not going to notice a difference between that and this because where 4K you're really going to notice is when you get to the bigger, you know, a bigger screen, it's going to be the same, it's a better resolution. But yeah, like, gotcha. uh, it's tough to get people to switch because like, you're not going to, it's, it's, it's not like an SD to HD jump. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No. So it's, it's not, it's not nearly as, as it just doesn't jump out at you as much. I think 4k will eventually be sure. the standard, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a much slower adoption rate for, yeah, for TVs. And mm-hmm. I mean, the networks, the inter- like the internet isn't, necessarily i think there yet to do 4k streaming yeah for stuff yeah. so yeah slower you, adoption than hd you saw that uh, a lot of the streams were being put out at 4k but it's like who's got the the bandwidth to yeah right. receive it in 4k yeah. i mean we're in chicago and and i would say it's kind of pushing it here mm. so, yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we have pretty good, relatively speaking, we got pretty good for internet because we have different providers mm-hmm. and we've got some of like the fiber outline. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the gig internets. Yeah. The gigs. The gigs. The gigs internet. <laughs> that's a, the term they use. <laughs> AT&T has it, right? Yeah. yeah. The gigs internet. We got it. <laughs> I'd be really curious. Though the PS4 Pro, though, has sold like gangbusters. Um, although that snatched up a lot of the market, I'm guessing that Xbox was trying to aim for. So I'm, I'm really curious just to see how this thing does. PS4 Pro would be... I mean, so Xbox One X is apparently stronger or more powerful than the PS4 Pro. Yeah. PS4 Pro is $100 cheaper. Anyway, yep. Right? Yeah. Sure is. So it, it, it's, it's all really interesting to me because they have these... They're trying to fight the battle of the power and they want to do VR stuff and the Nintendo's over here with the switch um and they're also thinking about vr but like they have it built in pretty much already with the head mount in your set um they just have to you know upgrade upgrade this this uh the, the actual box but like um they're working on a whole different level than like you know than those two and I, for me i the, the the games have always drawn me to a system like sony was twisted metal resident evil uh, it was a uh, silent or uh, Metal Gear Solid, you know. So like that's the games I love playing for them. So I have an affinity Tekken. Like those are the games. That, so I always was drawn. Microsoft has never been anything that's made me want to go over the, to buy it. No, play. the the one thing I wanted the most out of Microsoft was Mass Effect, and they eventually released the trilogy on on the PS3, and mm-hmm. that yeah. was fantastic. So, I mean, the, the weird thing about the 360 generation was they were able to get a lot of the Japanese developers to make games for them mm-hmm. and pull them away from the, the PlayStation 3. Like, I remember it being a big deal when they were able to say, like, oh, yeah, Devil May Cry 4, that's coming to 360, Final Fantasy 13. At the time, it was a big deal that it was coming to 360. So, God, but, <laughs> but, but like, you, like, Microsoft so desperately wants to, like, get into the Japanese market, and they just can't no. do it. Like, you look, they, at, I mean, you look at monthly sales, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, new, yeah. new 3DS, 300,000. This, 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 you know, Switch, this. You know, Xbox One, 150. Like, there, there 150. Be, there might be, yeah. <laughs> be 10,000 people in Japan entirely who own an Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I don't. I don't blame them. Kind of. I mean, they're always on the go too, so they have like you know mobile games, and they you know it's a whole different atmosphere. But um, yeah, I've never. My brother, my little brother, is a big Xbox gamer. He plays Call of Duty. He plays mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of other stuff. But um, and I and I finally got around to playing Minecraft with him for the first time hmm. the past year. And I had always been like, oh, it's this game, but it's a, it's a. I enjoyed it, uh, and I could see how like giving kids to play with Minecraft helps them, you know, learn and build things, which I thought was cool. And now it's like it's going to be cross-platform, kind of, like between Switch and Microsoft. Hmm. You, if you got it, you can play with each other on the, across those servers. Oh, that's cool. Sony oh, has decided that they don't want that. So oh yeah, I heard that. about that. Yeah, oh, they're, not letting, they're not letting people Rocket League with that when that comes out too for Switch. It's also cross-platform with Microsoft, but. Sony, Sony does not want any of that. Sony lately not doing the most PR-friendly comments. Like, before they made that comment about backward compatibility, like, who would want to play these old games? And then here, they basically implied that Microsoft and Nintendo weren't as concerned with ch- children's safety because they're allowing <laughs> cross-platform play. And Because I, I was watching one of the Giant Bomb interview segments with uh, Phil Spencer from Microsoft, and he's like, 
that kind of hurt where they like said we didn't care about kids yeah. yeah 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 and i think when i read that in an article and then whoever's interviewing was like you know so you don't think nintendo has children's safety in mind when they have games to like, a fault they care about right? children's children's safety. Safety. yeah nintendo does care about did Minecraft? you see the bowser jr video yeah. that thing is yeah. adorable <laughs> Yeah, it's so interesting to watch the the game companies interact with each other because like Sony and my, Sony and Nintendo being both Japanese companies, I feel kind of show each other respect and like will will congratulate each other. I, who and then like, but didn't Microsoft come out and say, hey, you know, have a great E3, Nintendo. I hope you really smash it. You know, and they put <laughs> smash in all capital letters. There is, you see every year now mm-hmm. and then like the Xbox boss says, you know, it says things, nice things about it, you know, and they're. And, uh, you know, they've even published Minecraft 4. Is it on yeah, PlayStation yeah. 2 or yeah. not? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, okay. But, like, they did, and they finally, you know, did that. And I heard somewhere that in order to talk cross-platform play with the Switch, and you have to sign into an Xbox Live account yeah. to yeah. do that, which is whatever. But, like, that's interesting. Signing, yeah. You know, signing on that's pretty fun. But, yeah, they've been pretty nice, I guess, to each other for the most part. Well, what's also nice are the games. We can talk a bit <laughs> oh, about yeah. Yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. games. So let's... Let's hit those games. Uh, I think there were a few that stood out in particular to us. Uh, so why don't we go around, go one at a time. Uh, Chris, you can go first, uh, picking just one game that really uh, stood out to you that, was, that impressed you from the E3. Oh, man, there were so many that I really liked. Um, I, let's go on and talk about it now. Metroid 2, uh, Samus Returns. Um, I, so like watching the Nintendo conference, I was a little... Um, uh, it felt a little lackluster to me. Like, of course, they needed to announce a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the conference even started with... Uh, I forget his name, but he came out and he was like... Reggie. No, no, no. Uh, mm-hmm. It was one of the Japanese developers who was like, Hey, I'm glad you're all enjoying the Switch. I'm very relieved that you like the Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the main producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. like, thank you so much for liking our product. Um, <laughs> which was which was funny. Um, so, but to see the Prime 4 uh, announcement as, as ground... It's, you know, as much as that floored me, I you know, not seeing any footage of it at all, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this this smacks of we need to get sales. You know, yeah. we need to make promises. Um, but the Metroid Two remake announcement that they did after mm-hmm. in, I, during the stream, during yeah. the stream yeah. with Reggie sitting there and then like showing the amiibo and everything, like oh, really, yeah, really yeah. Um, threw me for a loop. And I don't know if you guys were, did you guys play the another Metroid Two remake? No, last no. year it is so good oh the yeah the mm-hmm. artificial yeah, one it is so fantastic uh and it you know made by one guy over the course of eight years he released it in august got hit with a takedown notice two <laughs> days later um and this explains why they issued <laughs> yeah. that takedown notice um so but why uh, they take down pokemon uranium damn it. i know i know Come on. um so it, I, i'm really happy that they're that they're going back to metroid 2 and um, I'm really, ex- you know, it's for the 3DS. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be fantastic. And it comes out in like three months. It's like ready to go. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. That's what, you yeah, know? yeah. And but, like that was like, wow, this is really cool. I'm going to get this, but I got to find my 3DS. And like, it's <laughs> like, I got to charge. I mean, they're, they're still putting out games for 3DS and that's great. But like the graphics on it, I'll have to look. Because I guess if you watch the trailer in 3D, the whole time I was thinking, okay, if I gotta buy a freaking new 3DS to get this game, mm, they didn't no, mention it. Didn't I think mention that. I think it's just for this. Anybody can play it, uh, but like, yeah, I love playing the Metro games, and for the longest time, one of the, there hasn't been a DS. 
Metroid game, has there? There has been no 3DS game except for Federation Force. Or even, yeah. Oh yeah, Federation Force. No, oh, DS there was Hunters. Yeah, DS right. had Metroid Crime Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was no, top, you know, side, mm-hmm. you know, side scrolling. So it, the graphics look okay to me. I think it'll be look better in 3D. But I think there's some cool things that I'm going to look at. I'm going to get it. I'm going to I'm going to watch the different new things they introduce because there's a chance that they'll carry over into the next. Yeah, we, we haven't gotten a one-two punch of Metroid since, you know, 2002 when we got Prime and Fusion yeah, yeah. within the same year. So I think having just passed the 30th anniversary of Metroid and Nintendo not really celebrating it anyway, yeah. which they did with Zelda and they did with Mario, mm-hmm. this this is a great surprise. I was very, very surprised, and I can't wait to play that game. It's, it's weird. I think it's because, yeah, maybe because Metroid's such a Western thing. Like, mm-hmm. they, no one, they don't hate it in Japan, but it's definitely like the fandom is over here in the yeah. North America. Yeah. The, the uh, Have you guys ever played the original one for the Game Boy? Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's rough. rough. It's a little it rough. It is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Samus is like three quarters of the screen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. that's weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, it's going to be, I think, that was a surprise, and it was... And that made me watch the other streams to see if they were going to announce something else. They did, but it was a sushi game. And I was like, eh, all right. Not, not for me, but like so the sandwich one, I'm definitely, yeah. I'm definitely into. So, well, then, what was for you then? Uh, well, I was. I mean, I'll, I'll make a comment. I was, I was pleasantly surprised in how cool Rabbids Mario seems. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I was like, I did. I watched some gameplay of it. I was like, wow, this actually looks like an in-depth kind of game. But it's still silly. It was cool to see Ubisoft do something different with the, with you know combining both worlds and still kind of having different RPG elements. But the one that again really, that I really besides some of the Metroid stuff, the um, uh, Odyssey, Super it's Mario Odyssey. Odyssey was oh like, yeah, that I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. But then it was like, they're like, really. Like, I don't know what to think about it because, like, it, well, it, what about the hat? What do you think about the hat? The hat was cool. The, the stealing the soul of things, yeah, was like, what the hell is it? Like, that got me again. It was like the end because the end trailer, like, enjoy this. And there's a dinosaur comes out. I was like, is this Turok? Are they bringing Turok back? <laughs> I was like excited. I was like, oh, he's got a hat. Oh, it's another Mario trailer. And it's just, it's so bizarre. And I watched some of the gameplay stuff. It looks so good. And my favorite part about it, and I think they're doing it throughout the game, is they have levels where it's like a 2D game, and he mm-hmm. jumps out. Like he jumps kind yeah. of like Link Between Worlds style, where yeah. he jumps into the wall and they come, they pop out. And so it's it's such a it's such a bizarre game. It's such a bizarre game because it's like 3D World introduced. I think for me, the mechanic of or 3D Land, one of them, where you jump on a piranha and can stomp him and he's dead. Like, they didn't have that ever, I think, in, in, in Mario 64. I don't know about Sunshine. But, um, so, like, the last time there was an open-world-type game like this, you know, it, 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 Mario-wise, it was a whole different thing, and I haven't played... I don't know that I've played one all the way through. I never played 64 all the way through. It, it did almost concern me how much stuff was going on. Like, there were, like, so many different costumes and mechanics they were showing off. It was like, this yeah. actually feels like a lot. I don't. This I think is a lot to the process. I think they're trying to do to Mario what they did to Breath of the Wild, like after right. Zelda. Like they're right. just trying to to reinvent Mario a little bit. Um, and we we were talking about this off mic. Um, like this whole time, they haven't shown powers, like Fire Flower, Leaf. Like there've been no yeah. powers yeah, in yeah, any yeah, of the yeah. Mario Odyssey trailers, and now we know why because it's the cap. 
Yeah. Um, and that's such an interesting gateway to open up. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just really, I just really curious to see like yeah, how was, it works out. I was also surprised to see that it's coming out in October. Yeah. The end of, the end of October. I thought that would have been a like a November game for sure, just because of the timing. What, what do they have? Because like, because I'm, tr- I was trying to think. They have a, a pretty major game coming out every month, like since yeah. the Switch release. Zelda was March. Mm-hmm. April was Mario Kart. May was uh, there wasn't really anything I think crazy in May. There Mario, was some Mario Kart was April, right? A, end yeah. of April, yeah. yeah. So like, but then Arms in June. June. Splatoon is yep. July. You know, I think they think that Fire Emblem Warriors game is going to be a big release for them. Yeah, I think yes. That's what they're counting. Is that October? And, and Zeno and the new Zeno. And yeah, that I, that yeah. was surprised that. I was like, there's no way that's coming out this year. I, I a surprised. lot of people were saying that, yeah, too. So that's, um, it's cool that they're having some kind of main-ish game almost a year, like Pokemon in September. What's in August? Something in August. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I mean, but, Sonic Mania comes out in August, yeah, and I mean, that's been garnering a lot of great press. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they have some major stuff coming to their to their, uh, mm. thing, and... Um, Rocket League is his holiday, I think. Yep, that mm-hmm. holiday 2017. But, uh, yeah, obviously stood out because I, I just couldn't get enough watching people play that game. And there's just some cool things that they're doing, some bizarre ideas, but also some... It still, I think, has some of that Mario kind of platforming mm-hmm. things. And it's, it's co-op. You can play as the other person can play as the hat. <laughs> yeah, play as the hat and fly around, which reminds me a lot of Galaxy. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're kind of doing... Uh, you're, so you're not... You're helping, but you're not like, you know completely uh, controlling somebody. So, Odyssey was my favorite game. Maybe there's a hat on top of all of us, guiding us in ways that we cannot tell. We're all just waiting all... to get married, right? Right. That's what this game's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to Mario and Bowser, and, and they have a married amiibo So, So, I, I would like to point out that it looks like Bowser has kidnapped Peach and, and is going to marry her. So, if you're trying to stop the wedding... And then, so if Mario saves her, but then doesn't propose, I feel it gets really awkward, really quick. <laughs> yeah, you the know? next game has to have more Baby Mario stuff. In yeah, it. like <laughs> like this. Someone's getting married at the end of Odyssey. All right, <laughs> someone. Uh, well, uh, for my game, uh, I'm gonna grab onto one that seems to have captured a lot of good attention. Uh, was Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Yeah. I gotta look into that. I don't know. I didn't see a lot about that. What, that's, is that coming out for Switch? Or is that... I don't know about Switch. Yeah, like PS4, Xbox, it looks like, for 2018. Probably PC, too. Oh, it's not this year? I, I don't think it is. Yeah, okay. it's like yeah, early 2018 was the word. But Chris and I are Dragon Ball fans. I think going yeah, way back. Yeah. And I remember trying to get... I would go to my friend's house. He had a PlayStation. And we would try to go to Blockbuster to find... Fighting a, a Dragon Ball Z fighting game before it came out here, man. Like it was tough to find to rent for mm-hmm. the night. Um, I guess I'm thinking Dragon Ball Xenoverse. That's what I'm thinking. That's yeah, that is. that is coming to Switch. That yeah. is coming to Switch. Um, no, this was something new that they showed at this E3, and it looks it looks like the anime. Like they did it. Like they it looks fantastic. Like on the, on the very last episode, episode 106, we talked about old Super Nintendo games and how they had the Super Butoden games that were from Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, these are cool, but I wish it looked more like the anime. Well, mm-hmm. this looks like the anime. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta check this out. It, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've been doing it for a little while now with the Guilty Gear fighting series, where, like, they, they model these 3D polygonal characters to look as though they're two-dimensional and hand-drawn, and then they manage to get different camera angles and stuff for the characters when they fight. So it looks like it's so real 
realistic in quotes. Like, is, it, you know. is it like a so? Is it a fighter kind of like side scrolling or side like like a Mortal Kombat like that, or is it like how they've done fighters like them in the past, where it's split screen and you have. You can fly anywhere. You can, you know, high mind stuff. Like it looks limited in its screen real estate. Like it's, it's like, um, it's like, you know, they're both on screen and it's sideways. Okay. You know, it's not like the Tenkaichi series where you right. can like that's fly that's what I was or thinking, anything. Yeah. Which is the one thing I might be disappointed about. Like you, I think you lose the vastness of space. Yeah. Um, that those games afford, but it just looks so action packed, and it looks like a Dragon Ball Z fight that it's you may not miss it. Yeah, per, maybe more important than like trying to make it like a, a game where you can fly around and stuff. Mm-hmm. They give like the cinematic elements, right? Where like you can see in some of the gameplay footage where you punch the guy and he gets he goes flying away and then you just jet right off after him. Yeah. And they get like a camera angle from like the ground so it shows like the full arc of your flight path yeah. towards the other guy. Yeah. And then like when it's a three on three team game too. Uh. So like say you take out one of the other team, then his teammate comes in, he comes flying in with a punch, and you block yeah. the punch, and then it just begins the next round yeah. right away. So it like, looks, it they, looks great. Yeah, they're getting a lot of the little touches that's, right. That's cool. I, I So, yeah, so once, you know, the game started being more, I think there was a, a Game Boy Advance game, I think, that I, I played back in the day, Dragon Ball Z, and it was like kind of you run around and you fly and catch different things, <clears> and capsules and all that. And then I got the... Tenkaichi 2 for the Wii mm-hmm. and that was cool yeah the, the controls I think really worked really well for that and um, yeah I'm, I'm always I always have an affinity to kind of know these characters and like you yeah. know uh, it'd be cool to do those moves and and Dragon Ball Super is doing really well and is being really well received so I think it's a great time to to kind of link and really jump into that DBZ franchise again I think it's crazy that the, the voice actor for Goku in the Japanese series is like this 79-year-old woman. Yeah. Oh, is she really. that old? I knew, yeah. I knew she was older. This series has been... Dragon Ball Z has been around for a while, hasn't it's it? has been around years. since the 80s. Yeah. I didn't realize that. You know, yeah. It's been the same voice actress, and she does Goku and Gohan. And, and Goten. Goten too, yeah. Yep. She, she has had no shortage of work. <laughs> true, Except yeah. for like maybe the 10 years it was off the air, but... Yeah, so hopefully get residuals for the time hopefully. that it was off the air. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Chris, uh, I think we're going to maybe lose you pretty soon, but I, before you go, yeah. I did want to give you an opportunity to uh, mention anything else real quick that you wanted to mention and then uh, plug your stuff. <clears throat> uh, I would like to uh, not end on a downer, but I'm going to bring it up. Ugh. Where was Virtual Console? Mm. Like, there was no... Men- yeah. Like, they did, they did ask Reggie about it, and he said... You know, yes, we're aware that there's this huge thirst for our legacy catalog. And and going into this E3, coming off of them discontinuing the NES Classic, I was like, all right, they discontinued it because they're about to announce their virtual console service. And not a word. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And I wasn't expecting anything in the main presentation because virtual console is one of those things you just don't necessarily do in that. But... You know, with Splatoon 2 coming out soon and they, like, really need to ramp up their online infrastructure, I, I thought for sure we would hear something about the online space and the connectivity and, and that would lead naturally into the discussion of what's going on with Virtual Console. And nothing, nothing, nothing about Netflix, nothing, 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 nothing at all. Like, I, I think they made some minor news about it, but it was still pretty off and not pretty empty in terms of, like, concrete details. Like, I think... Mm-hmm. They're talking about next year they want to do like a Netflix style gaming service, but they 
they said they could guarantee three games would be on it. There, there would be uh, Super Mario Brothers three, Balloon Fight, <clears throat> and I forget what the third one was. But the point is like Dig Dug. I don't know. Ice, <laughs> I think it was Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers. Um, but that service is separate from Virtual Console. They That's come out true, and said yeah. that that is a separate thing. I, so, yeah, and I thought that was just kind of like I thought they were going like a PlayStation Plus kind of model, where uh, yeah, like where you can download the download the games to your, you keep them as long as you have a, a, a account still. Um, yeah, it's still very unclear. There was a leak about the Nintendo Online Lounge app or something, which is the voice app. Um, and I don't know... I don't know. When it comes out, we'll have to see. Because, like, I'm trying to figure out why, A, all of this stuff could be solved, you know, like plugging into the system if you just have, like, a Bluetooth connection. You know, mm-hmm. you can do it because all controllers are Bluetooth. So, yeah, I'm wondering it, what their deal is. I, as far as like virtual console, I don't think they know what to do. Like, I don't think they've figured out like a, a price point. Um, and I think that's what's holding them up, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was there at launch for the Wii. It came out three months after the Wii U launched. You know, like this was the time. So, you so think I they're don't... probably doing something different than I imagine, right? If they want to. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, maybe the virtual console just lives on the Wii and the Wii U and the 3DS, and that's it. And then they whatever they have next. They'll do... I think the NES Classic has shown them people love their old games. They seem to be continually surprised by how much people love their old games. I don't know why, but, (laughs) you know. Yeah, I I think the other podcasts listen to is like, that service, NES Classics, as NES Classic, whatever, the Classic series is... It's different. It's aimed at someone different than mm-hmm. somebody it like is. me or you who already have a, a bigger, system, a more expensive system. And it yet, is... and yet, how many, how many of us would want an NES Classic if they could have one? I but, thought about it. I ended up not getting it. You did buy one. I, I would love one, but like the NES Classic, like is this great self-contained, like greatest hits of. I can't play Demon's Crest on that, and it's not going to be on. Contra is one of my favorite Contra, games. Contra's not on there. The original you know, one like, is not on yeah, there. Yeah. There's a lot of third, you know, Final Fantasy was... There's just a lot of interesting titles in their back catalog that do exist on Virtual Console that I can see would never be on the NES Classic or the Super NES Classic or whatever they do. Um, and this is, this is all the more frustrating because, like, months ago, they talked about GameCube emulation. Yeah, and like that was getting, one of the early getting GameCube, weeks, yeah. and, you know, and I'm like, great, I would love to play Mario Sunshine. That would be fantastic. And no, yeah, there are a ton of games on GameCube that I missed out. That yeah, I, missed out on. I had Resident Evil Four. I had, the, uh, I bought a bunch of those, like the Bond games, like Nightfire and Agent mm-hmm. of Fire, and, and that. And there's a bunch of them actually when EA had the license. And it, yeah, I had never played Sunshine, so like I would definitely be on to play. And yeah. Beyond Good and Evil was yeah, like, that was that was a GameCube game, right? Yeah, yeah, Ubisoft, mm-hmm. yeah, GameCube, Xbox, PS2, mm-hmm. I think. And they're, you know, they're still unclear about the second game and and, <laughs> and who's what systems it's coming to yeah. and, and all that. So. That could have come up earlier on when we were talking about games that don't. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, was, that would have been a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like you mentioned, it's it is very possible that in two or three weeks they will do a post E3 direct. Like yeah. that is the one big advantage of, advantage of their direct controlling their messages. Yeah, to how they. Uh, yeah. So maybe maybe we'll hear something. I I certainly want to hear something. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think yeah for for uh, adult gamers who you know really are passionate about the retro consoles. Yeah, it's it's disheartening to not hear anything, and it's like oh we've got 
something planned. Yeah. Well, it just me too. It's like I, I want all the things that I have to be able to play on the Switch because I just want to bring the Switch everywhere and and you know like I love to, I love playing playing Earthbound right now on the Wii U, but like I love just to be able to put yeah. it on the Switch so I could because like that's how that's how the only way I was able to tackle Breath of the Wild was that I could play it anywhere and and tackle here bits and pieces of it. But so. uh, but you know like I. I skipped out on getting Earthbound on the Wii U because I was like, oh, they're going to bring it to the Switch. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how long i got to wait. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? So, so, that's it. Yeah. All right, well, you know, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, any places that we can find you either in person or online? Uh, yes, you can uh, listen to my podcast if you wish. It's called the Nerd Outcast Podcast. Uh, we choose a topic. I bring a bunch of nerd out, nerds to, to come on to the podcast and talk about that topic. And then usually I'll bring an outcast on, someone who doesn't know about the topic or who doesn't uh, like the topic. Uh, Bill, we just had you on the Final Fantasy VIII podcast. <gasps> Final Fantasy VIII, uh, which will be releasing soon. So, um, yeah, lots of different good topics on there, from video games to comic books to movies, um, books. So uh, check it out, Nerd Outcast Podcast. Uh, you can also catch my web series, The Studio, uh, which is a comedy web series about a Pilates studio here in the city of Chicago, and a bunch of other film stuff that I uh, do with my, my wife and my co-creator. So, yeah, it's all good stuff. And Dan, uh, where can we find you, either electronically or in person? I'm, I'm in Chicago, so if you want to find me in person, just walk around Andersonville and... I'll probably be there getting ice cream or something. Uh, See any good Stoops? Ah, George's ice cream. <laughs> oh, man, it's good. Do you live in Andersonville? I do, yeah. See any good Stoops lately? Uh, no. Uh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta keep... I haven't been keeping track, but you asked me this question before. I gotta yeah. check out the Stoop watch. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, uh, I have my own podcast where it's... Uh, I just interview animals, because I can talk to animals. <laughs> and uh, So if you want to hear what animals have to say, you know, uh, check it out on Second Wind Collective, which is a site that I created. So... It's a cool thing, and Bill's on it, and yeah, it's going to be cool. Awesome. So that, yeah, just second week collective. Okay. Always promoting that, because that's nice. a thing. But, but no stoops to promote. Yet. No stoops yet. I'm, I'll, maybe I'll write up an article about my five best stoops or something. <laughs> by all means, please from do. From 2017. And as for us, uh, we can be reached by email at somanybitspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're so many bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, at so many bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate and review or download from Spreaker, from SoundCloud, from YouTube. We're also doing Twitch streams now, playing video games online, uh, twitch.tv slash so many bits, usually Tuesday nights from about 8 to 10 p.m. Central, and then some miscellaneous other times in there. And last but not least, please check out the rest of the Second Wind Collective for other quality podcasts. Support independent art, the spirit of Dell. You could say my hat is off to you oh, We can zoom all the way to the moon Of this great wide wacky world Jump with me, grab coins with me, oh yeah